are listening to the OneOfUs.net Podcast Network. Hey, Matt Frank. Uh, yes, Chris. I have a question for you that maybe you specifically can answer. What kind of beer do, you know, the giant monsters, the kaiju, drink? Uh, I, I, I don't know, because, you know, a beer is really sort of a, a human construct, and kaiju are sort of supposed to be, I mean, thematically, they're supposed to be above humanity uh, uh, and okay, like, okay, devices okay. and all that. All There's right. not really any evidence to no, support No, 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 let me they, stop you right there. All right, fine. What kind of beer do people who like kaiju and giant monsters drink? Oh, Circle Brewery. Circle that, Brewery. That, that stuff's great. So you too. Sure, hell yeah. Oh, it's right here in Austin, yeah. Texas. Circle Brewery, uh, they have their brew pub. You can go check out all their beers right there, and they are the official sponsor for oneofus.net. Hell yeah. Uh, you look at, yeah, I mean, you're drinking a... The, the, the Hefeweizen is pretty good. Yeah, the Circle like. Blur. It's my favorite, too. Yeah, I, I actually just like... I don't even like beer, and I like uh, these guys. I Actually, it's, it's nice. It's a nice flavor to it. It's good stuff. Check out Circle Brewing, the official sponsor for oneofus.net, and come visit them at their brew pub in Austin, Texas. Have a lot more fun when I podcast with other people. <laughs> you just that was hurtful. Saying, dude. That was yeah, hurtful. That, I mean that I I talked the whole way the car ride home, mm-hmm. the long two and a half minute car ride. Yeah, I talked about Zach and how he betrayed my friendship. Yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty <laughs> rough, and he was serious too. Ah, I, I thought it was pretty yeah. unprofessional. So we've been uh, we've been playing um, Secret Hitler, and that's our board game of the year. <laughs> that definitely I, is oh yeah board game of the year yeah. Uh, we've been playing Secret Hitler like a ridiculous amount. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people walk into this social circle now and just immediately want to turn around. <laughs> They're like, these people have baggage. Yeah. <laughs> Our friendship is built on distrust, <laughs> hatred, and lots of screaming. We've literally played it almost every single time we've we've hung out for the last like two months. Yeah, you need to get a house copy. Yeah, I do. I need, yeah. I need to get that. Because yeah. we, like, we need to stop Actually, you need to just fucking remember to bring it when you <laughs> say you're going to bring it. That's oh, you true. even took it on vacation. That's, right? that's the I biggest... I sent it. I mean, I, I, I bought it for my folks. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay, okay cool. That's the biggest so betrayal of yeah. 2018. So... You, you left it at home, dude. <laughs> so we, so we, were, uh, we were at my house for the monthly movie night we had. And we're afterwards, we we're having like a holiday party. And we're obviously playing... Secret Hitler and Zach it's so fucking pissed. That was at my house. When was I it your? Oh, it was the day before, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it was Friday. Yeah, I was uncomfortable. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm gonna say this as a friend. <laughs> I was legitimately uncomfortable. What? what? I. You know, I always say shit. No, no. After- it, it wasn't because I felt like I felt uncomfortable. It was because. Uh, it was because you and Taylor were both irritated at each other, and yeah. it was manifesting in weird ways, <laughs> and I was just like. Ooh, I think I'm about to watch them fight. <laughs> I I don't get pissed at y'all. I get pissed at Taylor when she's playing because she's so fucking good at it. Yeah, because she's got your number. She yeah, knows what she's you do. like. She's all pull me off to the side, like, hey, you know, like, you know, blah blah blah. You know, I think it's. Blah. I'm like, shut up. You're you're Hitler. Like, <laughs> trying to do that shit to me. Get out of here. <laughs> so hey, we're books of beer. Yeah, we uh like listen to books. And talk about beer and write about... Th- we have a blog. We had a blog. We had a blog. Yeah, I don't keep it up anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm a writer. I have, like, 
No publications this year. I, I have one upcoming publication that's a fucking reprint. Hey, that's good. <laughs> Sick. And, Yo. and yeah, it's my second reprint of the year, and those are the only sales I got. And your name is? Zach Chapman. It's, it's Google a, it, dude. It's, it's like, a sexy you know, name. I want people to know it. I'm on that Amazon. Got that author page. Check it out. You got a good author photo, too, I just want to say. What, what is it? Is it? I don't know. I just is, it, is it just his biceps? No, but that would be even better. Yeah, that would be pretty hot. I'm going to do that. Just, that's just one bicep in frame? <laughs> I don't even remember doing all that shit. I don't know if they, like, scrape. If it's a scrape or no. if I actually... Well, so, it. if you... I mean, you might have done it a couple years ago, right? So, if you link to your blog or whatever, it'll scrape. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I'm Andrew Hilbert. Um, I'm a writer. I have many projects that, you know... Aren't going anywhere. You had a book that came out earlier this year. Didn't Did it I? come out? No, it came out last year. Dude. It was Weirdos. late last year? Yeah, Weirdos was last year. Oh, okay. Right. But, you know, this year has been working it, on books. So. It's all, It's always on my mind. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's been a bad year for writing for the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, but you're an editor. And you're, yeah, doing Cockroach Conservatory. Yeah. I did have a story this year. And I have one upcoming next year. That's all I got, man. Buying two Cockroach Conservatory coming out when? Uh, coming out... Early January. And that's okay. kind of the big thing. I find that when I have a big project, it kind of leeches the creativity from just overall, right? Like trying to sling short stories becomes way harder. Well, yeah. But the other thing, too, is all three of us do many things. Like we are on multiple podcasts, we are at our own projects, you know, and. So it's not like we're lazy. It's just been our, our attention's divided. Yeah, and we have ADDs, so. and we and we go one hundred percent on it all, dude. Yeah, you know, and that's what that's all thanks to cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And what's your name, Laffer? And this is uh, Miguel. I'm a podcaster. I do this, and I do. Uh, uh, we shot Mr. Burns with uh, and Mr. Andrew Hilbert over here. Mm-hmm. Still trying to get Zach on, uh, but uh, he's just too busy for us. Uh, More like I don't give a shit about Mr. <clears throat> Burns. Yeah, well. You know, there's no accounting for poor taste. <laughs> hey, and you you do movie reviews for one of us. I do movie reviews for one of us. I've taken about, uh, about a month break just because I'm getting ready, getting used to my new schedule at work. I have a new job, so looking to jump in pretty soon. And this month, this week, this episode, we're doing just kind of like a best of retrospect of the year mm-hmm. since we're at the end of 2018. That's right. We uh, And we're drinking... What is it? Oh, yeah. Red Zeppelin, uh, Red right? Zeppelin. North by Northwest. Yeah. Who's at the gas station? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, they're a good brewery. They're actually right next to the Slaughter Lane uh, Alamo. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's sound familiar. And I'm also kind of double fisting. I also got this drink that uh, Andrew made me. That, that was, what is it? Jack and Diet Coke. Jack and Coke. Oh, Diet, thank you. I'm watching my figure. I drink Diet Coke. I just like the taste better. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I apologize right now for anything I say, but I did not drive here, so... I'm okay. driving him back. Yes, he is. And I got Terry Tuesdays tonight, so that's fine. And we've we've been podcasting for about a year, so yeah. we'll just like do like a quick run through. Well, I just want to point out how much we've fucking read this year. Like a lot. I mean, we've read uh, we had 15 episodes, and you know the average is probably about four books. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, and a short and a couple and of a short couple stories. short stories, graphic novels, movies, and yeah. yeah, it's just it's nuts. It's crazy, and you know, that deserves that deserves a, a, a liquid cheer. Hurrah! Yeah. yeah, cheers, cheers, guys. I and I think oh. that just I mean, as a podcaster, as a podcaster and podcasting, it's fun. But 
I think it's kind of like required for a creative writer, you know, to to read and to read, you know, epically and religiously and just always try to be aware of, you know, who your competition is. If you want to be, if you want to publish with, you know, professionally, you got to read like the best of the best. Yeah. And it also helps when you're like, you know, you're down in the dumps about your own creativity and you see all your friends and they're posting quotes of themselves. <laughs> and you could tell that they don't read that much because yeah. if they did read, they would know that that wasn't like some philosophical bomb. Like people have been saying it since like before the Bible. <laughs> you know? uh, so it's nice. It's nice. I, 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 this, this is my favorite thing podcast to do because it's educational. We, we drink, we argue, and we laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Live, laugh, love, right? Live, laugh, love, baby. Yeah. All right, Zach, you want you want you want to talk from the top? Do we, yeah, we'll just we'll hit haunted houses episode and, one. Yeah. Episode what do you guys one. want to talk about the unaired episode zero that I wasn't on? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's quickly. episode zero. Yeah, episode zero. which we, we'll, it was conceived of. Uh, so basically, I stuck it in Zach, or Zach stuck it in me. So hey, you want to do a podcast with me? Yeah. And then you know, but, but, I was I was um. I was what we call that uh, impregnated. You know, no, but yeah, but it was that time gestation lubricated, <laughs> wet, wet. I was very wet. <laughs> I was wet, sopping wet. You would say, <laughs> uh, and I was just ready. He's like, "Ooh, a writer wants to do a podcast with me. I'm writing a book called Deer Man right now." <laughs> well, that was you were the one who had me on an in betweener episode, yeah. and I was like. You like the Final Fantasy games. Oh my god. You like all this mm-hmm. dumb yeah. shit. You like Joe R. Lansdale. Yeah. And so we did Weird West was our first episode. It's still recorded. It's there. And we, um, we recorded with like... you drop it maybe like on a second anniversary or something. Shit. We, we used it like some USB shitty mic. mic. Yeah, yeah. It's some USB mic and sent it to Chris and it was just us two. Chris was like, you need a third man and you need to he, he get said a you, better mic. He said you need a third man, not a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Yeah. So, 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 hey, we did, hey, hey. so we just split it down the middle and got Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> it's then, funny, so my dick episode, is split down the middle. <laughs> it's really weird. One of those Jurassic Park monsters yeah. that squirts oil. Yeah. And I squirt oil. So. Nice. I thought so. Uh, so yeah, so we did Joe R. Lansdale for that. Um, what else did we do for Weird West? Oh, we did um, a lot of Conan. Uh, sorry, know, was, Robert uh, E. Howard. Yeah, Robert E. Howard. A couple of his stories. So what was your favorite story from that episode or book from that episode? Uh, the Robert E. Howard one. I mean, I, I, Zach introduced me to Robert E. Howard, and I like him a lot. There was one about... Uh, I forgot what it was, honestly. But there's some buried gold or something. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and it's kind of like a... Um, American Indian revenge story. Yeah. The the mound. The horror beyond yeah. the mound or something yeah. like that. I like that one a lot. Um Yeah, that was good. I, I mean I like the Lansdale stuff. Yeah, I mean I um, like I mean I, but I knew I was gonna like Lansdale. Yeah. Did Dead you ever West. Did you ever think that you'd be on a on a panel with uh Joe R. Lansdale just like a year later? Uh no. And that was honestly that was a highlight of, of my 2018 was being on a panel with Joe R. Lansdale. Yeah, that was cool, man. Because to me, it was like he's like my fucking hero. Um, so being on a panel with Armadillo Con with him was like, dude, I had a boner that just could not be massaged. One yeah. of one of my highlights was just like hanging out with him and talking yeah. about Weird West because uh, 
at, at the con, there's like slow times and and they sell books. They, they're yeah. slinging books. And he, uh, he sits down and sells books himself. Yeah, and, and he, yeah, so he's just sitting there and I'm standing, you know, picking out some books between him and uh, the, the uh, seller next to him. And he's like, you know, let's talk about Westerns. And I'm like, okay, I'm all ears. Yeah. He talked to me for like 20 minutes about Westerns. Especially because you're working on a kind of a Western comic book right now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, Weird West. So like, and he's kind of, for me, I think he's like the inventor of Weird West. Yeah. Like how, how I see it, like maybe Joe, maybe there were versions of that before. Obviously we had, I had yeah. watched a movie that he referenced in his uh, in his introduction to Dead in the West, which was like a vampire in the West in the you know yeah back back then, and that would be technically Weird West. But I think he's like the person who really brought it to prominence mm-hmm. with Dead in the West, and I really like that. And then he did like four uh, like novellas slash short stories that are in one of the publications of Dead in the like a reprint. And I'd highly recommend those because they're like just as good or better. Yeah, I think they're better than Dead in the West. Yeah, I do want to point something out. This might be a little sentimental of me, but uh, you know, we were acquaintances for. Sh- I mean, at least yeah, I don't know how long you guys knew each other before I came into the group, but we were acquaintances for a short period, and then we started doing this podcast, and we became like good friends through the podcast. Yeah, you know, like this podcast, like. This is like this is these are my homies right here, and it yeah. didn't start off that way. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, no, it's, I agree. Like we we've gone we've gotten a lot closer, and you guys are like my one, you know really great friends. So. He's uh, he's tearing up right now. Just a little yeah. bit. So. I'm I'm unzipping. <laughs> All right, uh, and, then, and then the introduction of Miguel stomping in <clears throat> at our. Legit episode one haunted house. haunted house. What did you mean by stomping in though? Stomping in and liking okay. shit not as much as we liked it. Okay. You pranced it. We'll do pranced it. Okay. Well, stomping in. We're like hell house. We like the words cock. <laughs> we like um ditties. We we like rectum. Did he say like rectum? No, he said something really gross. Like it, it was almost too precise, like too scientific of a term. He's yeah. just talking about boning. You know? Yeah. I was like, wow, this is really gross because it is. So impersonal and detached. <laughs> it's gratuitous. That, and that was Hell House by Matheson. And that was our our legit episode one that we published on one of us. Uh, and Miguel didn't didn't like it as much. No, no, no. My So if we're going favorites of the year, right? Episode by episode. Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson was my favorite. A great book. Terrible Netflix series. <laughs> Are you serious? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it uh, yet. I liked it. So, so uh, of that group, I really liked. Um, I mean, Hell House is my favorite that we read. I loved Haunting of Hill House, uh, but Hell House was more my my steez. And then um, the uh, the Yellow Wallpaper was also like that one was that one like yeah. floored. Me. Oh, yes, I don't know, but yeah. Oh, and Horror Store was great too. You know. Cyberpunk. I'm gonna have that was our episode too. I'm gonna have a hard time determining what my favorite one there. I think. It's do androids dream of electric sheep, but the star is my destination is a close second. Well, I think everything we read was pretty good except for Snow Snow Crash is all right. Ready Player One, which is like diet Snow Crash, uh, that was like my least favorite thing that we read of the entire series. 
Because, and, I, and I'll qualify this, we had a good time trashing the horror novelizations, yeah. but at least they knew what they were, right? Yeah. They're just easy cash-ins, cheesy, funny, lame, terrible, but that's all it was. It took somebody, you know, maybe a week to write it. Ready Player One was absolute trash because he thought he was doing something original by ripping off everything, which is just like, that's terrible. I mean, it's just, it was offensive to me. Oh, well. We're not, gonna, we're not going to rehash it. We're not, not going to relive it. Go back to uh, episode two and three where we talk shit about, well, you guys talk yeah. shit about it. I didn't read it. But yes. Yeah, so oh, you know, are, are you telling our listeners to go back and listen to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what, what, did, what was your favorite? Uh, so I, I would go uh, do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep. Uh, I really like Pat Cadigan, what we read of her. Yeah. We had like two two stories of hers from her short story yeah, collection. That was, that was the one with like Cable. cable. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. literary. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then um, C.L. Moore. She was in that as well, right? Oh, no, no, no. No, C.L. Moore is, is next. Is it, a sword and sorcery. Is it? Okay. We'll, we'll roll into it. Well, yeah. So that was my that was my favorite for an episode two. So sword and sorcery, and that and that was like episode two and three because we did proto cyberpunk and we split it into two episodes. because yeah. we recorded for like three hours. I think I think early on we were like so into ourselves and we just like wanted to just, just keep talking that we recorded really long episodes. I think yeah. we're getting better at that. I would hope. Well, but we yeah, have... we're at sixteen minutes, dude. <laughs> I mean, but, but I think part of the early this is like a clip show. Yeah, who, 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 who had the biggest fucking you know, components? Yeah, and uh, obviously it was me. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like early on, like Zach was kind of running point, and I feel like now we're you still kind of do it, which is great, yeah. you know, what's needed. But like, we all feel a little more. I know I definitely feel more comfortable. Well, here. the first like three episodes were like me kind of dictating like hey we should read this and i'm well read in cyberpunk and i'm well read in sword and sorcery that that more genre-y stuff and so you know the last two episodes you guys have picked the reading list mm-hmm. almost entirely so, so i think that's like yes yeah, so what's it i mean the, what's the what's everyone's approach to this podcast because the way i approach it is i'm like you know, there are a lot of holes in my knowledge, and I want to uh, know. So it's, to me, I, t- I approach it like a learning experience for myself in terms of writing and reading. Um, but I'm wondering how you guys approach it. Well, I think for me it's different because you guys are both writers. This is your job. It's It behooves you to read, to be read, be well-read in genre and other stuff. Whereas me, I, I'm just a, a reader. I just enjoy reading. So for me, it's good to... Because I would stick in horror. If, if if it was just me, my genre would be horror, and I would be reading junk horror shit all the time. So I, you know, reading Sword and Sorcery, which I thought I was gonna hate and I loved, or body well, body horror, yeah, but like uh, Dying Earth, which I fucking hated. But you know, Harlan Ellison, you know, I never would have read any of him, you know, stuff like that. It's so it's a learning experience for me as well, just not so much to become a writer or anything. And for you, Zach. Uh, for me, it's it's like exploring the greats of um, non literary subgenres, and I and I want to approach it in a way like that's like sophisticated or whatever. I want to like read, like you said, like learn some stuff, but then there's there's a um, 
certain greats like that I have read, and then I'm like, okay, that's really good. We have to read it. Like, do androids dream of, of electricity? Oh, yeah. You know? But then there, like, in the Cyberpunk episode, I had never read Bester, but multiple people had said, you gotta read Bester. Yeah. And, like, I mean, there's all these, if you look at the different publications of that work, um, some of them are, like, Neil, Neil Gaiman is, is one of the introductions. And when you see mm-hmm. people like that saying this is one of the best, like, it makes me want to go back and, and read it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so episode four and five of Sword and Sorcery. I uh, fucking love Sword and Sorcery. Yeah, I think we all have fucking blast. It was the most surprising. <laughs> I, I think Sword and Sorcery is, is the most consistent episode in that I, I think I liked everything... Um, Except for Fritz Lieber. Well, yeah, I, I you didn't, didn't like Fritz Lieber. Lieber. I like Fritz Lieber. We love Fritz but, Lieber. Yeah. yeah. So ill met in Link uh, Linkmar. Yeah, and I think I had read a couple of those, but um, Fritz Lieber, uh, but Elrica uh, of Milnibide, Milnibide just really oh man stole the show for me. Yeah, I mean, and I, the- I've gone on to read more of those books, and for me, it's like the the later ones are a little bit better. But the it's the timeline is so fucked because but, he wrote the last book first. Well, Elric of Melimony is like it, it comes like somewhere six, in the middle, yeah. but it's chronologically the first. Yeah, and it's technically really good. Oh, it's super good. I, I think everybody who's listening to the podcast should read that. Um, basically, now whenever I go to a used bookstore or something, I look for a couple authors, and uh, it's uh, Moorcock, Wolf. And uh, Fritz Lieber. Oh, really? Yeah, if I see if I see a paperback, I'm just gonna buy it. Hey, nice. bro, you're welcome. No, totally. Yeah, <laughs> this is this web. I mean, this is this, this podcast. Yeah. So yeah, so we, I really liked Fritz Lieber. Um, really enjoyed uh, the Shadow Kingdom, which was um, that was uh, Cole. Cole by Howard uh, uh, Robert E. Howard. Robert E. Howard, right? Really enjoyed that one, and then also Elric of Melnibony. Melnibony. Yeah, that was the great. Witcher, Witcher too. I mean, I also like that. Yeah, the, yeah. the Witcher. I, I just have like a soft spot. I think it's really fucking good. Like, I, I love those short stories. I think they're well crafted. They're very. It's very simple storytelling. It's heroic, uh, uh, heroic fiction, which is kind of the precursor of sword and sorcery. Is just you know have have a badass main character and give them like a simple task they got to do, and they they go. And they kill something, and that's the end of the story. And I love that shit. People don't really write like that anymore. Well, it's funny that video games don't pull from that kind of stuff more often because it's so tailor made for like side quests. Yeah, you know, well, quests, right? Right. Yeah, that's why Witcher Three is so damn good. Right. So that's what's funny is that there's so there's there's so many examples of like hero on a journey, simple task, you know. Yeah, you know, there's differences in their journeys in every story, but you can totally just string those together for a video game. Yeah, yeah, uh, no problem. Yeah, I think so far, Sword and Sorcery has been my biggest surprise of the year. How much I liked it. Yeah, me too. That was the most surprising for me. I think. Uh, well, I'll roll it into the body horror, which is the next episode. Um, we was did. the literary uh, Johnny Get Your Gun, which yeah. I hadn't read and y'all had read. Johnny Got His Gun. Johnny yeah. Got His Gun, and that's just. You know, literary, mind-blowing, amazing prose. Yeah. Like, heartbreaking, 
Great. Read it. Um, yeah, and our only author interview, our only ever author interview, only ever, ever only, uh, was with Lucas Mangum. And that episode's still available. Um, we did... Uh, we 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 read a, a story from his book Engines of Ruin, and one of his uh, one of his images haunts me to this day. Yeah, it's about a, a, a labia. Oh my and god! And like a lobster, and like a crustacean. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty disgusting. Yeah, and uh, we talked about the movie The Fly, which was great to talk to. And, uh, we got to have him back on. The, yeah. But my favorite though is Uzumaki. Oh yeah, and that's probably if we're gonna look at stuff that I've read this year that I discovered through this podcast. Uzumaki yeah. is my favorite. Or Junji Ito in general, having discovered Junji yeah, Ito. Yeah, I'll talk about Junji Ito a little bit more when we cover stuff that we didn't read for yeah. this podcast, because he's, he's written some stuff that I think is better than Uzumaki. I think so, my, my biggest disappointment of the year was probably The, the Troop by Nick Cutter. Yeah. I, I really had high hopes for that one. I heard a lot of great stuff for it. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah, it's just kind of gross. It was and, bad. It was gross. And, and not good. Not only was it Gross. Just I just thought it was goofy. Like yeah. it wasn't good. I do want to point out that, that the body horror was probably the very first collaborative episode where we all had input on what was going on. You said Johnny got his gun. Yeah. I got uh, a friend that recommended uh, Junji Ito. Yeah. Uzumaki, and uh, you put in Hellbound Heart. Um, the Guts. Fly, the movie. I think we all came to a consensus that was what we we're going to do. Yeah. But this was like this was like. This is where, where where we started collaborating a little bit more on on uh, what to read. Yeah. All right. Well, episode eight d- doesn't exist, um, <laughs> so we'll go on to episode ten, which was a Dying Earth episode. Because uh, body and horror was seven. Body horror was seven and eight nine. Or seven. Okay. Cool. Episode yeah. ten. Yep. 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 So, I mean, I I love Dying Earth, so. It's just, it's just. I like being in the place. I like being in an area where there's magic, there's like spells, but there's also laser guns, and there's, you know, I, I love that shit. Like anything can happen. There's a dragon, and there's a spaceship, and that's cool as shit to me. Um, so like sword and sorcery, I like dying earth, but I like sword and sorcery more. I, you know, I, I wasn't a, a huge fan of the Jack Van stuff. I liked it, but I didn't think it was like. You, you know, you love it. Yeah. For you, it's like foundational. For me, it was like, whatever. Um, not that it was bad. It just didn't hit me the same way. But I will say, like, my favorite book that I read this year, like, of everything, this podcast, I read my own, was The Shadow of the Torture by Gene Wolfe. And it was in Dying Earth. What up? And I thought that book is so... It's just, it has everything. Yeah. And it's got a great world. The character is super interesting. Uh, the you know the depths of despair uh, with, with uh, Thecla, like the first you know like his prisoner, that's like a really sad story. Um, there's an image that still sticks with me. He talks about uh, his dog that's like dying, right? And the dog, the reason why that dog is so decrepit is no one cares to even love it, love it. And then he looks, he compares her to the prisoner that he's fallen in love with, mm-hmm. and it's just like. The way it was written, the way it was all orchestrated by Gene Wolfe was like... I think it was trash. Really it was trash. I think Gene Wolfe is like maybe a genius. Like a legit genius. Is he still alive? Yeah. He's he's probably... He's in his mid-80s. He should probably die. Let's go find him. I'll be the first to admit... He lives in Texas, dude. He does? Yeah, yeah dude. Him and Moorcock and... Yeah, Moorcock. Gene Moorcock. Lansdale. 
Yeah. I'll be the Are first to admit, I, I did not like this genre at all. I wasn't in a good place when I read all this shit. So <clears throat> it, it probably showed in the episode. But uh, I did end up liking uh, CJ Shara, Shara, however you pronounce it. Um, the only death in the city from her collection, Sunfall. I've actually uh, bought other uh, books by her short collection, short stories. So I really liked that. Liked her out of that one. And, and that's kind of curious because she, uh, I, I read her introduction, and she's like, "I'm a novelist, you know, and I don't really know how to write short stories." I'm like, and she mostly has short stories. Her short stories are are badass too. Yeah. They're very literary. Yeah, and I, I like I like the I read. Two of them, and I thought they were both really good. At Recycled Reads, uh, they have this huge like half off sale, which you know, half of a dollar fifty cents. Like you're not saving much. Yeah. But I got to get a whole bunch of shit. There's a lot of CJ Shara books, um, so I bought. I mean, I, I basically bought every one I found. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, she's another one of those authors I kind of look for because there's something. I mean, there's something just off center about her, Moorcock, and Gene Wolfe that like I really enjoy. I felt like. We never got an exam, a true definition of what. I don't want to retread this, but the, the issue that I was getting with is, Dying Earth didn't seem like it needed to be its own subcategory. Well, moving on, we don't want to retread this. Okay, fine. That's yeah. that's all I'm saying. That was my thing. I'm right, moving on. Episode eleven, Mango Horror. <laughs> Mango Horror. This was a, a really fun episode, but I think this might have been one of my more least favorite episodes um, to to read, just because I felt. Uh, a lull in Parasite and Devil Man is looking back. Actually, Devil Man might be one of the worst things that I've read this year because um, it's really, really bad. And um, it wasn't that bad. No, it, 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 was it, that it bad. knew what it, it knew what it was. Yeah. It was goofy. It was silly. <laughs> it was true to form. Y'all came down on it pretty hard. No, I know we did. But looking back, dude, this is a time where we look back and learn and okay. realize, you know. At the at the moment, maybe we were too hard on the it. human chair. No, it, it's still a, yeah, it's still shit, but like the human chair was good. Yeah, human chair. Yeah. I, I all, really all of the Junji Ito we read from. Oh yeah, and, and Gyo, which I think is actually the worst. No, it's one of the worst Junji Ito books, but it's still solid as fuck. Yeah, still pretty damn. It's still with uh, all the different character um, creatures. Yeah, I yeah. would rate it. Uh, Above his worst book is the for me is the Melting Classroom and this one's just above that. But well, even a bad Jujutsu book is still a great book. Right. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is too, like you know, if the story sucks, whatever, there's still art to look at. Amazing yeah, art, yeah. Amazing and his art is so good. Yeah. yeah. And then we uh, the Enigma of Amagara Fault. That was the that was the, the bonus, bonus story. Yeah. Hero, that was great. Yeah. So I I was seeing on a lot of um, the best of that like a lot of the best of body horror and the best of Junji too, that that was his best work ever period. Which one? Uh, the uh, Enigma, Enigma okay. of uh, Amagari fault. And I think it's solid, but he's written some amazing shit that I think far surpasses, um, uh, Enigma of Amagari fault. I mean, in my opinion, there, there's, there's, uh, there's like a such a need to you know you know number things. Yeah. Like, oh, it's this brilliant genius's best work ever. No, you know, no argument. It's his best work. It's like you got to judge the artist by his like body of work. Yeah. And his body of work is so solid, it almost becomes pointless to even rank them. 
Yeah. Anyway. Maybe say, but we're about a, to do it. Yeah, so sure. right, moving on. <laughs> Harlan Ellison. That was a. I hardly remember. Dude, that was episode did. twelve and thirteen. Wow, man. Yeah. Well, I we mean, through it. I fucking loved Harlan Ellison. Yeah. Um, the day after the Martians came. Great, great short story. Loved it. He didn't write that one. Well, this, this is, is a, oh, we're, oh, but we're talking about from Danger's yeah, Vision. Yeah, 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 Danger's yeah. Vision. So he edited it. He, he edited that anthology. I think that's Frederick Pohl, but I might be wrong. Yeah, we we, we kind of dropped the ball by not putting the, the yeah. author's names here. My bad. Um, but yeah, everything we read for that, I loved. Um, the Outer Limits episodes were kind of funny because they're, they, I mean, they're cool, but also super timestamp. Yeah, yeah, their uh, their concepts are all like. Very high concepts, and then their budgets they're very low budget, yeah, and also very like 50s, 60s budget. Yeah. So, you like, I mean, they got zappy guns, yeah, and cardboard <laughs> backpacks, yeah, a lot know. of shadows. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, the Prowler in the City of the Edge of the World, Great. that was the Jack the Ripper thing, right? That was that was the sequel he wrote. A uh, sequel to a story that someone else wrote in his own anthology. So it was a toy for Juliet was the prequel, and then he wrote the sequel, which was yeah, which the was Prowl. by the guy who, Psycho or whatever, Blatty, oh, yeah, yeah. Robert Block, or Block, yeah, yeah Robert Block. And then uh, he wrote, "I have no mouth and I must scream." Right? Yeah, loved it. Great, that was great, the, great one. One of my favorite things. I mean, all, the the thing about Harlan Ellison is that he loves to torture characters. The audience. Yeah. He's just such an outsized ego. And it shows, like, through his work. But he's also brilliant, you know? I'm going to abstain from picking the <laughs> best of for episode 14, which is 80s horror movie time. Well, you can actually do worst of. I'm going to say hard pass. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't have anything on that, so we can keep moving. Yeah, the horror movie tie-ins. We're, we're bad. Well, I, I'll say, uh, as a fan of the uh, franchise, I enjoyed reading Halloween uh, parts one and two just for the, the backstory and all that. But y- you could completely not read it, and you won't be missing anything. So if I, like... Just watch the Just shut up. Just if shut up. I just, just took a shit, and it was, like, shaped like a Halloween... Mike Myers mask, you would be like. Yeah, Miguel would say, "Put this on my face." Don't and- flush. Don't flush. <laughs> don't I've fl- got I got rubber gloves and a Ziploc bag. Okay, <laughs> I'm be very gentle. I'm gonna put it in the bag. I'm gonna fucking freeze it. Okay, and I'm gonna pull it out and show my guests. Do you Do you think that's a possibility? Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll work on it. Dude. Okay, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> and then our very last episode of this year, which was uh, crime fiction. I mean, all that, all that shit was good too. Yeah, and, except for uh, except for what you said, Megan. Megan oh, Megan Abadir. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of that yeah. one. Yeah. But I mean, my favorites out of that. Uh, I mean, Agatha Christie, yes, and then there were none. That's a very solid book, great book. But um, Daphne du, du Maillet, Kiss Me Again, Stranger, short story, and then Natsuo Carino out was probably one of my the top three books that we've read so far this year. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. Except for the ending, but it was still... Well, yeah. But you were saying, who are you saying? Harlan Ellison knows how to uh, torture his characters. Yeah. She knows oh, totally. how to torture. Yeah. She, she has them getting fucked. They're uh, like different... The stab wounds getting fucked. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like in different worlds of, of torture yeah. characters. Uh, Natsuo, Natsuo Carino's torturing seems more like grounded in reality, but super like... Super Japanese? Yeah. Uh, whereas Harlan Ellison is like, let's throw everybody into a computer simulation <laughs> and fuck with them. Yeah. 
So that was uh, the 15 episodes that we did this year. We we went through it pretty quickly, but it was grueling reading all those oh, books. Yeah. I mean, great material, but still a lot yeah, of you fucking reading. That 2.5 speed. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You got to start. I was telling you the trick is start slow. Point five. Oh, I mean one, one point five. Work up to two. But then you get warp speed, and then your brain is fucked. We're talking way too slow right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I, after listening to something at long, on like two two speed, yeah. you still you know you're listening for hours basically. You stop. You take off your headphones. You turn on the TV, and everyone's like, "Hello." <laughs> <laughs>